Hey everybody, welcome to the Dragon Cast. My name is Brian Alford, and I'm here once again with Bryce Posey. And uh, Andrew uh, is obviously not able to be here with us today, unfortunately. But we do have a guest with us today. We have Monica Specka, and she is here on the show with us today. Uh, we mentioned her last uh, our last episode that she's going to be on the show to discuss some projects that she's working on, and uh, hopefully maybe talk a little bit about the uh, maybe the Genesis RPG RPG two a little bit. But uh, guys, how are we doing today? Doing awesome. Doing great. Glad to be here. Awesome. Glad to, we're glad to have you. We're definitely glad to have you, Monica. And um, guys, <clears throat> something I kind of want to discuss uh, today on our show uh, for a minute, and then we'll get right into uh, talking about what Monica's getting into. Um, kind of want to talk about 3D technology. Um, you know, it's obviously on the rise. It's been on the rise for quite a few years. Um, I guess these MIT students have developed uh, holographic glasses-free 3D television. Um, I'm kind of curious, um, you know, before I get into how I feel about 3D technology and 3D movies, games, etc., um, how do you guys, how do you guys feel about 3D, like, with, especially with this as popular as it is right now? Um, let's start with Monica. Monica how, Monica, how do you feel about 3D technology? Um, like, personal 3D technology? Like, like, TVs for the home or like going to see a movie in 3D because uh, the, the, the latter, like I'm going to go see a 3D movie. It, it, for me, that had really better be a movie that was meant to be seen in 3D. Mm-hmm. Like, like Tron was the new Tron. Cause well, that looked really cool. That was an awesome in, movie done in 3D. But then there are some other movies that they're like, well, this was shot in 2D and we're just going to slap 3D on it post-production. Cause, cause then we can sell tickets for 15 bucks instead of 10. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, um, and that's it looks just horrible it just, stuff. It just looks shitty, then. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm actually not really a big movie buff. Um, I have really bad ADD, so sitting still for two hours is a problem. <laughs> um, that's what. But like, I really, for. I really do like a cool visual thing. So like, a big, beautiful 3D movie kind of distracts me with the shiny long enough. I'm like, oh, this looks so cool. It's so shiny and pretty. Right? Now, now, how do you? What about like as far as um, like personal, like you know, um, te- 3D television, for example, like an actual at-home TV? How do you feel about stuff like that? Um, I think we're gonna have to give it a little bit until it becomes, you know, readily available. Mm-hmm. Like right now, it's just sort of gimmicky. Um, yeah. I don't particularly. I, I don't particularly want to uh, have to wear dumb glasses <laughs> when I'm watching TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I I I wear glasses. There's nothing wrong with it. Dang it! Right. So yeah. So do I. I don't need to look dorkier than I already do. Well, you know, dorkiness is okay. It's 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 okay to look dorky. Yeah. Um, what about you, Bryce? How, what, what's your opinion on this whole 3D, like, 3D technology, like, with it, uh, you know, with it kind of taken, you know, ahead now with movies and games and stuff like that? Well, my, I'm like, I'm with Monica. I hate going to a movie and, um, it's been turned into 3D. Now, if it's filmed in 3D, then that's fine, you know, like. And I prefer, if I'm going to pay money to see 3D, I, I prefer to go to the IMAX and see it where I get the better picture, the better sound. Mm-hmm. And and I prefer, I don't know, sometimes sometimes 3D 
is good when it's the film, when it's actually 35 millimeter or IMAX film. Yeah. Uh, but some of the digital stuff can look pretty cool. Other times it's just, it's, I'm not a big fan of CG. I want them to, to use the the real thing as much as possible, but you know you can't always control it. But I'm waiting on. <clears throat> you know what's going to happen? Somebody's shooting for the holodeck. We're going to have the holodeck before we need it. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm okay with because you know I could totally sit and play some Halo, you know, in a big ring. I mean, I I played. <laughs> I used to I used to go to a place and, yeah. and do the virtual reality stuff, which was supposed to be the. Mm-hmm quote-unquote 3d you know and yeah surround and immerse yourself and stuff and you know i grew up with that kind of stuff and i always thought it was cool and when the holographic yeah. cards came out and and all that but i'll tell you what though it's nice not to have to wear the uh red and green or the blue and green glasses <laughs> that's a plus the old school old school 3d glasses yeah yeah old school yeah you that, those are those are meant for coloring books and well comic books <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah. I, you know my my thing about it is, is that uh, you know they i mean now i'll be i did grow up in the 80s but i mostly grew up in the 90s really um and bryce you would know for sure you know they tried 3d technology back then like on jaws and friday the 13th and stuff and it really wasn't as good back then but they didn't have the good they didn't have as great technology that we do now either but call the old guy out <clears throat> yeah Anyways. my thing is <laughs> My thing is, is that um, although I do appreciate that technology is advancing to where we have the ability to do stuff like that, I think it, like Monica said a minute ago, it's kind of becoming more of a gimmick than it is really anything else. Oh, yeah. Um, now, I'm not saying that 3D movies are completely terrible. Like, um, I think that the movies I appreciate more in 3D are the more like the animated ones. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, like I, I'd have to agree with you. The animation stuff is way cooler. Yeah. The only thing I've seen in 3D that's movie-wise that's cool was um, Tron. Tron was the best thing in 3D. Mm-hmm. See, I, I well, really Tron, see, was, Tron was excellent in 3D. Yeah, see, I never yeah, got it was. Chance, never got the chance to see it in 3D. <laughs> I really yeah, wish I did. No, yeah. you had the chance to. You uh, chose not to go. <laughs> but, Remember? Uh, I think the movie, one of the movies I liked a lot was. Um, I actually kind of enjoyed uh, Spider-Man. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man in 3D was pretty cool. That was actually pretty neat. So oh, I forgot about that one. Good. Um, but my thing is, is that um, as far as movies go, like theaters, is you know it's one thing when you live in like a big city, say like you live in Chicago, New York City, um, etc., and you have pretty broad, you know, um, selection of movie theaters to go to. Now, where you live in a city like where Bryce and I live. And you only kind of have one theater to choose from, and the theater that you have to choose from doesn't give you a choice to see a movie in 2D or 3D. That kind of sucks. Yeah. Because then you're kind of like, well, I really want to watch the movie, but do I really want to drive the extra 20, you know, 30 minutes to town to go see it? And, so and it sucks too when because you want to support you want to support that theater, your local theater, yeah. because it's cheaper, number one. Mm-hmm. But then they don't offer you that. But there again, it's a smaller theater, so they have to choose, pick and choose. Well, a lot of people want to see it in 3D. That's the new fad, you know. Yeah, because a lot of movies, like I know the like Legacy in our in in uh, where you live, Bryce. You know, it's uh, some movies they don't they don't give you an option. It's like, well, sorry, you're pretty much screwed uh you got to go see this movie in 3d <laughs> and then you're like well do i really want to drive 
you know, 30 minutes away to go see it, like, in 2D. So the only option you have is, well, no, I'm not going to, then you're going to be spending gas money, you know, to get there and back, and it's, yeah, so that's my only issue, really, with the 3D movies, like in theater, is that it's, um, your selection is usually only limited to going to 3D if you live in, like, a smaller town. Now, as far as um, 3D movies, or I'm sorry, 3D televisions, or even, like, uh, 3D and video games, that is that is definitely getting to be gimmicky. Um, I think they're, you know, trying a little too hard. Um, I think Monica mentioned this. I really don't want to sit in front of a TV and have to put a pair of glasses on just to watch the news. Well, now... Or, you know, something like that. Well, now, back uh, a year ago, there was a, there was a French guy who did... Um, who he had this these these two little nodes we'll call them uh-huh. you put on you put them on your temples and what it did was you had a left and a right mm-hmm. and it was crazy because it would make your eyelids flash like like film or something of that nature and it was the craziest thing but it would make everything that you watch into a 3D image and it would it would tie into whatever the 3D item you're using, which was the craziest thing ever. I feel like I'd make motion sickness or something. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, and and, and, and vi- even in video games, like video games have started to do it now too, where you have that uh, um, stereoscopic 3D, and the stereoscopic is the one where you had we have to use the green and the blue, yeah, glasses, which I think is kind of funny that like. They took the old glasses from like the '80s, and now you got to play like your Xbox 360 games with those. Like, really? That's kind of odd. <laughs> hey, well, Monica, what do you think about the? Well, what do you guys think about the the 3DS? I own one, and to be honest with you, the only game I've played on it is Mario, Zelda, and I played Star Fox, and I like it. But what do you guys? How do you guys feel about it? Because it's that it's that reverse 3D. It's the yeah. You know, I have a friend who has a 3DS, and I have another set of friends who actually have a 3D TV, mm-hmm. and I've never messed with either of them. Huh. Like, it, I mean, my friends who have the 3D TV, um, it's, a really, it's a huge, gorgeous HD TV, and we watched Pulp Fiction on it, uh, which makes nice. old movies. Like, if you take <laughs> movies shot on standard F and you watch them on these giant, gorgeous HD TVs, it makes them look almost bad. Like, Pulp Fiction looked like it was some sort of film student's project. You could see John Travolta's makeup. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of H... That's, that's the problem with HD. And that's... Yeah. I, so that wasn't really an answer to your question at all. But... but. <laughs> tell us how you really feel. No, that's okay. That's why I still have... That's why I still have a, a couple of CCR TVs. And what's funny is I haven't an 80 inch TV that I'm getting ready to pick up and bring to my house because my, I have a lot of DVDs and laser discs and VHS and by God, I like to watch my movies and it looks like crap on my flat screen. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Monica, have you played, Monica, have you played, have you played any uh, games like on a 3DS or like any 3D games at all? No, I haven't. Yeah. Uh, Nope. Uh, the the boy and I still just have the plain old regular DS, <laughs> DS Lite. Uh, not even a, a DSi or anything else is the, the 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 old DS Lite. Not the big honking silver things. Not the original. Not gen, the original DS. Not the no. yeah. <laughs> Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. No. 
Um, so yeah, no, I have a friend who has one, and I've seen him play, and he only plays Pokemon. Like he 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 plays uh. Pokemon all the time. Um, so oh, apparently he plays Monster Hunter too. I've been corrected. Oh, uh oh, you have <laughs> been corrected. I have been corrected. <laughs> My bad. But, but I don't know how either of those games look in 3D, um, or if they even, uh, you know, are compatible with the 3D function. Right. I imagine Pokemon might be pretty cute in 3D. Well, they they did come out with a Pokemon game for the 3DS. I was I was mad though because I traded in. I had an extra PSP. Actually, it's the one I got off you, Brian. I traded it in with some <laughs> games because I bought a newer PSP off a kid, got a awesome deal on it, and I traded in a bunch of games I never played. I ended up only had to pay 40 bucks for the DS because of the trade and stuff, but uh-huh. I got it, and then, oh, well, they're coming out with the 3DS XL. I was like, God, you guys suck. I want a <laughs> bigger one because my, hand, my hands are so big I can hardly play it, but that's why that's why I'm still playing Mario Brothers and I haven't beat it yet. Huh. <laughs> I, I'm kind of making, making it last. Them games get expensive after a while. So um, let's go ahead and get right into why Monica's on the show. Um, yes. Bryce and I met Monica um, at Gen Con in Indianapolis about a couple months ago. I looked really different then. Yeah, yeah. you did. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, you did. I see her normal pictures, and it's like, whoa! It's like, it's, and now she yeah. has yeah. my my Clark Kent form. Your Clark Kent. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now, guys, just just for the record, she does not look like Clark Kent. She no, has short hair. And for the record, I, I have little dark glasses and look good in a suit. Hey, I'm not. Hey, I'm not <laughs> good in a suit. I'm just saying. Like, you look good in a suit. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just saying that you don't look like you don't look Guy, like. A suit. Yeah. But no. But just for the record, I have to let everybody know that because of Monica and um, Deanna, who's not on the show today. Uh, but they they're going to be on the show again. Uh, they actually made uh, mine and Brian's gin. Well, at least made my Gen Con. Um, oh, I had a blast too. Yeah, yeah. Because we met them in their group with the Genesis program, and yeah, they definitely made the Gen Con what it was. So, so uh, like I said, we met Bryce and I met uh, Monica. We met her at Gen Con, and uh, Monica, you want to you want to go ahead and let everybody know what you and uh, you and your crew were, 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 were Gen Con for this year? Okay, well, it's been quite a long road. Um, yeah. But the, the Genesis Project is... Um, finally, I got something definitive I can say to you guys as of, like, last week. Oh, nice. um, awesome. awesome. Yeah, uh, we are... Well, Genesis RPG is a tabletop role-playing game. Um, mm-hmm. If your target audience isn't familiar with what that is, you know, it's the... Games like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff, and I don't mean DVO online. Um, <laughs> no, 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 you know, no. Yeah, basically, basically any D twenty D twenty variant, right? Yeah, Roll the yeah. dice and yeah. take your fate. Yep, exactly. Um, and uh, it's it's new and up and coming. It's got a really cool history and stuff. Since we're we're on a time limit, I'm not actually gonna wax poetic on that at all. Um, <laughs> but uh, you, I uh, hope I think it's online, available for you to read a little brief history. You can, I think it's genesisrpg.com. Okay. Um, I should probably know the name of my own company's website, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> Somebody was okay. scared. No, it's okay. It's okay. Some, yeah. Sometimes it happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't take care of any of that stuff. They just they just pay me to write things and look cool in costume. Uh, <laughs> Um, so they, they had hosted this this contest about where they were looking for uh, women to basically represent their canon characters. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they had a video contest and they were like, we're looking for women who kick ass and are good at jamming and love gaming and stuff like that. And I, right. I found out about it and I was like, oh, I'm, I satisfy all of those qualities. Uh, how, and then like, I thought about doing it and I, um, you know, you guys met me and you probably wouldn't think this was the case, but I like agonized for hours over whether or not I was going to do it. And like, <laughs> I was like, maybe I should do it. Maybe it's a scam. I don't know. I read the terms of service like eight times. It's all out loud. Uh, did you hear him? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay. We can have like, you know. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Never mind. Well, I just totally uh, lost it. Until <laughs> so, so at, the, at the last minute, like literally the last minute, the, the, um, the entries were due at midnight. And at about 11.45, I was like, fuck it. I'm doing it. Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Beep. 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 It. Uh, beep it. It. Yeah, beep. We forget. It's all right. We can sit there. <laughs> and I, I like went and put a cool shirt on and I kind of fixed my hair a little bit and I wrote up a script and I printed it off and I was like, okay, we're doing this. And I taped it to my fiance's chest. I made him hold my phone and I recorded my video. I recorded the video. He recorded the video. <laughs> Thank you. He held the camera and hit record. So yeah, he recorded the video. And, um, you know, audience participation my... is always awesome. He's sitting on the couch next to me. No, it's so. cool. It's cool. <laughs> um, and, you know, did my like, I'm the best ever. And uh, they apparently were totally blown away by my video. I was scared to death. And everybody's like, you came across as so confident. I'm like, well, good at faking. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so they they cast me in the, the, the role of... Um, you know, the house of perfection. So I got to wear a long red wig and chain mail and huge boots and be like six, eight all weekend. Um, <laughs> yeah, which was, yeah, yeah. You're pretty it was cool. <laughs> this is an exaggeration. It's really more like six, five, but yeah. um, still I was, I was really tall. Yeah. You were a little oh. taller than I was and I'm six, two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm six feet tall without them on. So yeah. Um, there, and there was definitely, there was one of my favorite pictures from the weekend is a, a, a shot of the four of us. Oh, and then they cast all these other amazing women to fill out the rest of the the nine fates, who were sort of head honchos in the setting and big key canonical characters. And they picked everybody kind of based on their personality and from what I know about the flavor and stuff. Um, everybody's basically just a perfect match. It's they couldn't have picked uh, nine better people, and we just got along fantastically, which was amazing because uh, I'm not the kind of person who normally gets along with eight women. Um, usually that ends in, in drama and tears. Um, but this, not, not this group, these, these women are amazing and they're awesome. And I'm so blessed to know all of them. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I have to say it was mm-hmm. seeing you guys and hanging out with you, especially Saturday night when we were all at the big party, you guys, it was, it was amazing to see, like, you guys were like sisters, like not the be clutched or you know or cynical or anything like that but we're supposed to be sisters so well i mean but it was like but what i I mean like you guys just melded so well together and you could the cohesion in your group was just awesome awesome that's that's really great did you um was that your first time ever going to gen con in indy that was my first gen con um hell hell of a way to spend your first gen con so let me ask you let me ask you this what did you What did you think of Gen Con? Um, I wish I could have actually experienced Gen Con. 
Um, I'm sure your Gen Con involved like shopping and panels and getting to hear really cool people talk about gaming and like playing games with cool people and like mm-hmm. meeting some cool new people like us and like other gamers and really getting a connection with the hobby. My Gen Con was spent doing makeup, walking around in a weird costume, <laughs> um, being interviewed, uh, waiting for my ride to show up. Um, standing around, getting my picture taken, not being able to go to the bathroom without being stopped on the way in and out for pictures. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, now, see, funny about, now, see, what's funny about that is is us being journalists, we actually, it was like the other way around. We wanted to hang out with you guys and have fun. It wasn't like, yeah. let's interview you. We want to interview you right now. It's like... <laughs> no, we, we were more in we wanted to have fun. out with you guys and, and yeah. stuff like that. But I, I really enjoyed doing all the interviews and I really liked hanging out with you guys and it was great to get to get a drink with people like you guys and and to to hang out and do all that sort of stuff. The the press part was really cool. Um, The disorganization on the part of some of like some of our arrangements was not and the being stopped in and out of the bathroom was not on the part of any journalist. That was a a random con goer and it was a different person when Deanne and I were trying to get in and they were like, we get a picture of me? You're like, yeah, sure, pose, get in. On the way out, there was somebody else who was like, hey, snap. Hey, the, the plus side is at least they didn't like knock on the stall and be like, "Hey, when you come out, can I take your picture?" Yeah, nobody went that far, thankfully. Well, no. see, now I have to, I have to say that, like, at my Gen Con, I was busy taking pictures. <laughs> I, I was the one taking all the pictures. I got to look at some stuff. I think I took like between that and Comic Con, I took like twelve hundred pictures. Now you, the... oh, I'm sorry, no, go ahead. <laughs> Okay, the, the, the best Sorry. impression I think I got from Gen Con, um, I really wish I could have gone to things like uh, David Hill's design on RPG in an hour. Um, uh-huh. I would have loved to have heard Tracy, any of Tracy Hurley's panels. Um, I would have loved to have gotten a chance to check out Games on Demand and uh, play whatever they've got going on up there. Yeah. Um, I knew one of the people who was GMing, and it would have been really cool to stop up and get her to run a game for me. Um, but uh, I was really just totally completely impressed by Gen Con's crowd management. Um, right. I regularly attend Oticon in Baltimore, and Oticon peaks at about mm, 25, 30 grand people. Mm-hmm. Um, Gen Con had, I think the final count was like 41, 42 grand, so that's 10 grand more people than a convention I'm used to attending. Um, and at no point did Gen Con ever feel overcrowded to me. Even when I was being stopped a million times for pictures, it never felt like there were just too many people, and it was just like there was just like a press. Like at Oticon, sometimes the hallways are just so congested, you just feel like claustrophobic for a second because there's just so many people mm-hmm. in a small area, and it's just like, holy crap! I didn't say the f word. And you, um, it's- <laughs> well, the, the, you know, the plus side about it being in India is the fact that Indianapolis has done a pretty good job, especially the convention center. They've tied all the hotels in with it. And everything around there is just like tied in, so it, it helps spread everybody out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and you know what's it's funny too that you mention um, the crowd management because now although I went to Gen Con this year, that was my first time going because um, I don't know if you knew this, Monica, but, but they actually uh, renovated the convention center. No, I didn't know that. They, yeah, yeah, that's a lot better than what it was. And I hadn't been since they. Um, uh, I haven't been since they had uh, done those renovations, and I, mm-hmm. and I even know that because I remember b- going before. The last time I had went was before they did the renovations, and the crowd man, you would if you would have went then, you'd have been like, wow. It, it when I when I went this time, it definitely didn't feel like you said there was forty one thousand people there. It definitely did yeah. not ever at all feel like there was that many people there. No, never. I was really really impressed by that. Yeah, and that's what impressed me too was with because. Uh, 
if you had went before, like in years past, like back in 05, 06, you know, um, it definitely looked like there was a lot more people there with how they did a very terrible job managing the crowd back then. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, well, with renovations and everything, it definitely did not feel like there was that many. Because I listened to a podcast you were on before, and you mentioned that, and I told Bryce, I said, Bryce, you know there was 41,000 people there? He's like, really? I, and it didn't feel like that at all. Or did you listen to uh, 1D Forecast? I think that was one you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's that's my podcast. Oh, that's your, oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. like, that's I got, the one I listened to. I got linked a couple huh? times as like, 1D Forecast interviews Monica, and I was like, no, Monica co-hosts 1D Forecast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> and speaking of that, um, not only do you are you one of the fates in the Genesis RPG, what other stuff do you have going on, too, outside of that? Well, yeah, I just talked about the podcast. Um, yep. We try to do it monthly. Um, mm-hmm. The last, it's been every other month the last couple months because um, just everybody's, there's four of us, we host the show, um, uh-huh. and everybody's life has just been really busy lately, and the days just get away from you. Um, yeah, I hear that. I'm sure you know how that goes. And we we had a couple months, I think it was like August, and then it was September, and we were, not or July, and then September, and we were just like, I where did the time go? And we, we had reached a new month, and we were like, oh, crap. Yeah. Guess we'll just move on to the next month, whatever. Yeah, so that's we what try to show out regularly, even if it's just a short thing. Yeah, um, we got caught up in that in that yeah, business too. Yeah, that's what happened with us with Comic Con and Gen Con, and yeah, we had two weeks I mean, back to back of like cons, and it was like, ah. Uh. <laughs> um, and it was amazing. But it was amazing for for Genesis. You know, we I just talked about being a fate, um, which is just one of the one of the things I did for them that that opened the door for. Um, what I, what I, uh, my dream job, I suppose. Um, and I am actually working as a co-developer for the actual RPG. Um, I have spent the last two weeks taking their, they had an original rule set and they did, weren't going to use it. And now they are again, which is cool. Cause the original rule set is pretty sweet. Um, and I, Deanna and I have been working for the last two weeks to polish these rules and we're trying to get uh-huh. the the first, you know, like sanding down of it done for uh, the convention Metatopia, which is coming up at the very beginning of uh, November. Um, so I think it's November third is when we're going to be headed out there. It's in Jersey. Um, uh-huh. If anybody, if any of the listeners are in the Jersey area, you can register up until the end of this month. I think it's twenty bucks if you want to come play test. Nice. What it is is a, a game development and design festival. So basically a ton of indie developers are going to bring their new games that are up and coming um, and in development to this convention to be played by other devs and by willing playtesters. And it's just a big festival to get game design out there to get people to playtest it. And so I'm going with Deanna um, and Genesee, who is um, our new house of strength um, and like doing some of our, publicity management and stuff so the three of us are gonna go there and present genesis and we're gonna run games and we're gonna get good hopefully good feedback from other indie devs and i am really excited and really sort of nervous because that's not a lot of time to get something good going no, no. but I, I i think you guys can do it because i mean so just to see you guys when you talk about it and and things i mean you guys you guys know what you're doing you know what you want you know how you want it mm-hmm. and I have I have a lot of fate. You have <laughs> a lot guys. of fate in me. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of fate in you guys. Yeah, and I can't wait. To, I mean, me and Brian have been waiting. We're we're really wanting to play it, and yeah, uh, definitely. Oh, 
Well, if you guys want to play test, um, let me know. Okay. We do. Because, because <laughs> yes, we do. It. Yeah. Let me yeah. throw some some little snippets for you guys and throw everybody a bone. Um, we're actually going to have a post about this on our Facebook group coming up soon um, where I was like, we have something we can talk about. We really need to talk about this with our audience um, because they haven't really heard anything from us. And I don't want people to think that we're not creating anything. Yeah. It's not true. We've actually spent this whole time working on it. We had to make a bunch of really critical decisions. Um, so we're going to first release a polished version of the original rules, um, which operates on a D6 dice pool. That means you have a number of D6 equal to a certain stat. And when you roll it, you're looking for four, five, or six. Anytime you roll a six, you get to reroll it again and look for another success. <clears throat> and you count every time four, five, six shows up, and each one counts as a success, and you do that towards a difficulty. So, like, if it's difficulty two, you want to roll your dice and get two or more four, fives, or sixes. Nice. Um, and it has a unique fate card deck that goes with it that's meant to keep combat and gameplay really interesting. Um, you can draw a card from it, and it'll have an effect on it, and that can either let the GM kind of have an idea of, of how to make a scene more interesting or how to make combat more interesting. And it, it, it is intertwined with the key mechanics and combat and stuff like that too. Um, now, if the idea of having to have a separate deck of cards or something that you have to buy kind of turns you off, don't worry. Uh, there are, in fact, pretty clear rules for how to use a regular standard 52 card deck um, for play. Not for play. Hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you Go ahead and use like stuff you would regularly have at home or can get at a dollar store or store or whatever. Um, so yeah, uh, we also were talking about doing a Pathfinder hack, a uh, rules hack. That is still happening. Um, we did not go back awesome. on that. Um, we are. We thought it was best to improve our original rules before we moved on to any sort of rules hacks. Um, and Pathfinder will probably not be the only rules hack. We're looking at maybe a couple other systems, which I probably shouldn't talk about publicly yet. But oh, that's cool. <laughs> no, that's, that's cool. I do have a quick question though for you, Monica. Do you guys have at all possible release date? Okay, so um, I got a call from Juan, and you guys met Juan, and yeah. He Great news! You, I, we really want to, you know, go and actually go forward with refining the original rules. And I basically had a party on the phone, um, and <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> it, was, it was like at the beginning of this month. And he said, "Can you have it done in six months?" And it was the beginning of the month, so I was like, "Okay, so by my birthday, April fourth, six months." And I was like, "Yeah, uh, we can we can do that six months." Um, and I was like, "I could probably do it in three if we really needed to push it. It's like, no, six is, six is good. Don't rush it. Nice. <laughs> um, given then at, at once it's done in April, um, I think we're probably going to hopefully kickstart it so we can get funding to get the, um, the print process taken care of. Awesome. Right on. Um, so hopefully between then and now, um, we're going to try to build up some publicity. We're going to try to make sure we have a regular conversation going mm -hmm. with our, our audience. Um, there's talk of the fates attending uh, full costume again at Megacon in Florida in March, but we'll see. That's that's kind of up in the air. Um, <clears throat> now, and then, do you guys think that you will have a uh, full uh, version of it by Gen Con next year? Definitely. Okay. That's the, that's the big. I, I say definitely, but you know, things change. Problems could happen. Yeah. We would like to have a full product by Gen Con next year. So what I was great. rambling there, what I was getting at, by April, um, with the way pr print and stuff works and proofing and all that, um, it probably will take a month or two to get it to 
print to actually have a hard copy available uh-huh. unless we are looking to do print on the band, which we might. Um, and so we're looking at maybe a couple months after April. So I'm going to say summer 2013. That's cool. Well, awesome. uh, and That's awesome. they're hoping, hoping, fingers crossed, all fingers crossed, that <laughs> huzzah, 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 sorry, will be available um, in its full version in January. Right. Oh, see, that'd be awesome because you know that's about my birthday. That's about my birthday. That would that'd be an awesome birthday gift. Uh, I our my conversations with Juan and Carlos have mostly been about um, the game itself. Uh-huh. So uh, I don't really know how their progress is coming on that. <laughs> Excuse me, I don't really know how their progress is coming on that. Can't quite speak authoritatively about oh. it. That. that that is the last thing I was told. January was the hopeful new deadline. No, that's cool. We, I totally get that. You know, we can't uh, always control certain yeah. things, but uh, we're hoping to get Juan on here. Is what we're wanting to do. We want to get yeah, all of you guys on here, or at least you and Deanna and Juan, and uh, <laughs> all at the same time talking about it. That would be pretty cool. That, that would that would be pretty awesome. That's the that's, that's the goal. Well, this to see is, now. This is means we can get for a half hour show. Yeah, because <laughs> Bryce is going nuts next. Well, let's get five people on for a half hour. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be fun. We'll just go on. We're, we're, we're going to do like two or three hours. We'll just go two or three hours. We'll just talk, talk and BS all day. But uh, when you come back, when you guys, you guys go to Gen Con next year, which I'm hoping so, yeah. you got to let us know so we can hang out and party it up. Oh, and oh, yeah. yeah, we will definitely let you know um, hey, play play bodyguard and get you get you out of there so you can actually go look around yeah and, like yeah definitely gonna do things differently next gen con yeah. yeah so um hopefully having time to hang out with you guys or you know let you guys help help out like keeping the creepers Keep away or whatever all right, yeah. <laughs> all right. I, I mean i'm i could i could scare off the nerds you know they 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 feel a little <laughs> right by me it's it's the beard I think it's the beard. But uh, I guess I guess we gotta I guess we gotta wrap it up. Yeah, we gotta wrap it up, guy. Well, thank thank you, Monica, for taking the time out of your day to be a part of the show. Thanks for being on. And um, yeah, we, yeah, no problem. We definitely uh, no problem. We definitely want to have you back on the show. My uh, my 9 p.m. deadline was actually because what was what was your 9 p.m. deadline for? It's because I'm going to play as Genesis as soon as we're done. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky. I, I have a Monday night D&D group, and I was like, uh, so, guys, we're not going to play D&D next week. We're going to play Genesis. <laughs> i got to get this. i got to know how to run this game before I go to this con. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm jealous. Everybody's playing but me. It's okay, though. It's okay. Soon. Soon it will happen. Absolutely. So, well, thanks, well, Monica, well, thanks, Monica, for being on the show and talking about Genesis and everything. And guys, um, I will definitely have a link for the Genesis RPG at the bottom here uh, on the page, and uh, click on that link and check out Genesis RPG. Um, and uh, hopefully, we can have Monica and Juan back on to to talk about Genesis some more, maybe later on down the road in a few more months. If you guys find out more information about that, and um, I want to thank everybody for taking time just to listen. Um, to uh, what us fools here have to say, I guess, and, uh, <laughs> and, and laugh at our poor, poorly made jokes. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, be sure to tune in next um, next episode, uh, possibly Thursday, Friday this week. 
um, we'll have Andrew hopefully back on and uh, he can join us and we'll have uh, some news and stuff for you guys and uh, just uh, you know keep checking us out uh, comment below if you have any suggestions you know show ideas any news that we we don't know about uh, please leave us a comment below and uh, I want to thank Bryce for being on the show again always and once again Monica we appreciate you for being on the show as well and uh, thank you once again for taking the time to check out the dragon cast and everybody have a good night all right man. thank you very much see you